Hey everyone, February 26th. It is of course a Monday, 2018. Uh, today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to kind of have just a, a little short news episode. We're going to give you just maybe 10-15 minutes. I don't even know how long it's going to be, but just a, just a short little informational news updates. There's a lot of breaking news um, segments this week. So um, this week I also have a class in Wesleyan Theology I'm going to be taking with uh, Superintendent Brent over in the Ohio Conference. And so I have a lot going on this week um, that I just want to... Um, uh, get some information out to you, but we're not going to have a full episode coming out today. So full episode coming next week with a new interview and some new uh, stuff to you. But for today, as far as news goes, of course, uh, this past weekend, the National Prayer Summit just wrapped up in Michigan. Uh, haven't heard a whole lot yet, you know, in person from people. Um, it, you know, people just got home on Saturday afternoon, and then of course Sunday for many of us was a big day of, of, of services and, and being involved in our churches, and probably I'm sure many churches were able to um, talk about the event maybe and, and use some of the things that they learned at the event um, in their churches, but I personally was not unfortunately able to make it to the event, um, but I've heard just through Facebook and Twitter some cool stuff about about what was going on and, and heard that it was a really great event. He's seen some quotes on the FMC USA uh, Twitter page, but it seems like it was a was a really great event. Back on uh, episode forty three, just a few a few uh, episodes ago, back in January twenty second um, last month, we were able to interview Brent Heitzman, and he was one of the the few that were leading and kind of wrapping everything together, getting everything together for this year's event. And uh, he was really excited about it after I heard more about it, after I saw what was going on. I got excited about it. I was excited to see uh, what was going to come of this event. And uh, I think one thing that we can just do during this um, um, kind of wrapping up that, that weekend, and in the future we will, I think, have somebody on to kind of tell us more about that event, those of us who missed it. Um, but I did want to stop today, um, this morning, and just pray for our denomination, for our churches, and uh, just a, a good way, I think, to wrap up that event for those who went uh, this week. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear God, I just pray that you'll be with us as we start this week now, um, this, this Monday going into the next week, whatever people have going on, um, whether it's involving uh, their local church or whether it's in their work or wherever it's at, I just pray that you will give us the power to, you'll give us the strength and the courage to go out and um, just spread your news, spread your word, um, and that we might make disciples who make disciples in that way. Um, and we just ask that you'll be with us uh, as we as we go and we and we represent you in our world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, you may remember back on episode. 29, we talked to Rayanne Barlow from the Montecrest Free Methodist Church, but more specifically, she has started Third Step Church, which is a service that meets within the Montecrest Church in the Pittsburgh Conference. And uh, if you haven't had the chance to listen to that yet, go back and listen to that. Again, that was episode 29, and I'll put a link, direct link to that in the show notes as well. You could go straight over there. But I'm bringing um, up that interview and um, that church again because in the Times, the Beaver County Times, the newspaper there in the Pittsburgh area, 
Um, there was recently an article put out about a couple named Ed and Bev McCombs. And uh, it tells a little bit of their personal testimony. It talks about a daughter that they have um, that was fighting um, opioid and drug addiction for many years um, and some th hard things that they had to deal with, some struggles that they um, personally had to go through. She showed up at their house and said, hey, could I have a place to stay for the night? And they could tell that she'd been you know, using and, and going through some things. And so they told her that she couldn't. Um, and she slept outside in her car. Uh, and it was a hard night for them. Um, you know, she... she um, writes here, Bev writes, I think that between the two of us, we spent more nights crying and praying in order to get through it. But knowing that was one of the exercises in tough love, we absolutely had to do it. And it goes into, there's, it's a pretty long article, actually. It goes into their testimony um, and talks about, you know, the things that they, they had to, to go through um, during this time, the things that, um, you know, that kind of the ups and the downs and, um, it ultimately talks about here about this service in the third and final section. Um, it talks about one way that they have gotten through and that they've gotten by is through this Third Step Recovery Church, which is part of the Monocris Free Methodist Church in Manaka. It says the church has been meeting at 7 p.m. every Wednesday since October 2016, and weekly themes focus specifically on those who are in addiction, those in addiction, addiction recovery, and their families and their loved ones. They also recite the 12 steps at the beginning and end of each service and offer prayers to anyone who needs them. And then uh, Bev says, We're very active in our church. We have a tremendous group of people in our church that just support us through prayer, through time with us. Bev said, You know, just crying with us, praying with us. And so a lot of our strength has come. It's come from God, but also come from the people that are in our church. And that's been our support group. So there, I mean, there's a lot of, of stuff here, but it's kind of cool to see uh, this article here um, that was, of course, in a, in a secular newspaper. I mean, this isn't a, a Christian newspaper or a Christian publication, but it's um, published about, you know, about the story of this couple and now through this Free Methodist Church that they've attended. And I, I happen to know these two, um, this couple. I know they've attended Monocrest for a long time, but now through what we've heard about in a previous episode, now this couple's able to um, even more uh, dive deeper into an issue um, that, you know, they've, they've been dealing with in their family for a long time. And this Free Methodist Church, through this Third Step Church, has really uh, made a difference in their lives. It's really made a, a change and really um, been able to help them in, 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 and kind of, you know, support them um, and support each member of this family um, in this way. So um, if you didn't get the chance to listen to that episode, please do. I'll also put a link to uh, this article in the show notes as well so you can take a look at that um, and read some more details of the story of, um, I know many, many families out there are dealing with this issue, whether you know, you're personally dealing with an addiction problem or you have a family member or friend that is, um, it's always good to, to read other stories and kind of get that support, um, that moral support and also that emotional support just, just from reading what others have gone through and knowing you know, that you're not alone and that there are solutions out there, there are ways to, um, to deal with the issues that we have in our world today. And we also just got some news this past week that um, very, very soon, in fact, I don't know an exact date on it, but next month um, here in March, uh, which is just a few days away, uh, General Conference 2019 registration is going to be opening. And of course, that is our, um, happens every four years. And uh, the way that the, the, 
Denomination describes it as a resourcing, idea-gathering, concept-creating, best-practice-sharing, networking, worship-filled, Holy Spirit-led event. That's a great way to describe it, but even in all of those different words, it really doesn't describe when you get down there and you are a part of GC. 19. Now, I know for sure I'm going to be there. Um, I know I, I really wanted to go to, for example, the prayer conference that happened this past weekend. I wasn't able to go, um, but I know that's not going to be the case with GC, GC19. I'm already, you know, kind of looking forward to that. I'm already figuring out, and registration is opening, yes, a year in advance, but this is one of those things that, you know, depending on how far you live away, you're going to want to save up money to get your airplane ticket to get down there. You're going to want to save up money for the registration, which in- includes, you know, um, a hotel that it's going to be held at, the Carib Royale Conference Center. Um, and there's just going to be some great conferences. Of course, we're going to hear from all of our bishops, um, and there's going to be some other speakers as well. There's going to be breakout groups if there was, if it's like there was last year, and I'm sure it probably will be very similar to last year. Um, and uh, the only thing I need to work on now is not seeing G. C15 a million times because I'm so used to saying that I need to change that to 19 now. Um, we're looking forward now because it's next year instead of looking into our the past of you know the 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 past one from four years ago. So um, in that something interesting that happened last time and that is going to happen again is that there is a um, a um, missions trip opportunity here. Uh, GC15 had, now, now I'm doing the opposite, GC15 had missions trips that you could be a part of. Um, so what they did was uh, they actually went on these trips um, and then they came back and joined in and had a big celebration service, um, you know, where people kind of gave a recap of what had happened and just, you know, the praise and worship and, and, and all sorts of really cool stuff. But they're going to be having these missions trips again. They're going to uh, have not from what I've seen yet, um, divulge the details of what these locations are. Just It's just some initial information. Um, I can give you a link to uh, a page that you fill out if you're interested, and I will put that in the show notes. And what you do is you just fill out your information, and they'll contact you with more info when it becomes available. But there are six locations. Um, they're currently developing some ministry plans and schedules and kind of what's going to happen with that. A guy named Jonathan um, Eccles, I think is how I pronounce his name, he is in the mission department, and he is putting these things together. But it would be an exciting time, um, even more exciting than just going to the conference. I mean, like I was just mentioning, that's that's big in, of itself. But now, um, here we here we have um, these mission trips as well. Can you imagine going on one of those trips and then coming to um, the general conference? You know, it already is a celebration, but even more of a celebration, kind of a end cap to this missions trip, this big experience that you've just been on. It's definitely something um, that would be really exciting, and I would encourage anybody who, who even feels remotely interested to just fill out one of those uh, forms that I mentioned that I'm going to put a link to, um, because that will be, be a great opportunity for you to um, just get some more information. You don't have to sign up and say, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely for sure going to do this right now. I'm going to pay the money. But you can look into it. You could get that info and decide, maybe, maybe I would want to make that extra step, uh, do that extra thing, um, do a missions trip. Uh, next year in in 2019. So that's uh, something that's ex- exciting to look forward to, and we have something else exciting to look forward to. We have gotten the name. We have gotten a uh, 
early information on our next Freemo journal that will be coming out. You can pre-order it now, actually. Um, but it is called Redeemed, The Power of a Single Story. It is written by Christy Hines, Associate Pastor at Light and Life Christian Fellowship in Long Beach, California. Um, she talks about this idea of, of just some struggles that she's had and how she found freedom in Christ. Um, and so it's going to be a three-part book that will probably be 13 chapters. I'm guessing most of our Freemo journals are. It kind of gives you a 13-week walkthrough of stuff. Um, I don't know if that's the case, but I'm just kind of guessing. But these three three parts are going to take us through how God uses our pain to transform us, to transform our communities, and to transform our church. You can pre-order that book now. Again, that's called Redeemed, The Power of a Single Story, and I'll put a link to that as well in the show notes. And finally, as we wrap up this mini episode for today, I do have an update for you on Pastor Hal Hare. We uh, talked to him a few episodes ago about his journey to raise money for ICCM, and he's going to be hiking the Appalachian Trail. He's asking for sponsors to sponsor him every single mile. So if you give a penny, you know you could end up giving twenty-one dollars because it's you know two, over two thousand. 100 miles. You know, that, that that's kind of a, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it's something like that, right? So for him, for him his update right now, he has 34 different couples or individuals involved, um, and he has raised $2.45 per mile at this point. Um, so that's exciting, um, but it would be great to earn even more. So if you're able to uh, do anything for him, if you're able to donate, again, even I said, even a penny, you know, even, even donating, saying, hey, I'll sponsor you for a penny a mile, um, that would be actually uh, great, you know, that would, be, that would be something. And you wouldn't have to pay a whole lot either. Um, so all, again, as I mentioned last week, all that money um, is going to go through ICCM. Right now, you just contact Hal personally um, to kind of let him know you're going to sponsor him. But of course, you won't know how much you owe until he's done with the hike in a few months. So uh, when it's time, all that money will go through ICCM um, and you will, you know, just donate to them. You could tax exempt from them, you know, all that sort of thing. Not tax exempt, but, you know, put it towards your taxes um, and all that sort of thing. So um, just please keep that in mind. And uh, I guess that's it. We will see you next week. There's a lot of lot of things going on this week, a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to, a lot of stuff uh, looking back on now, um, but kind of continuing as far as the National Prayer Conference. It is in our past, and, and that's the great thing about a lot of these things. Um, they are in our past, but we're still looking forward and we're using them into the future. So the things that were learned at this National Prayer Conference, people are going to continue using, bring into their churches into the future. And, and, you know, it's the same way with General Conference. We've passed GC15, and we're almost coming up to, to General Conference 19. And yet we're still talking about these things, right? We're still exploring here on this show. We're exploring these nine strategies that were brought up to us at GC15. We're still talking over these ideas and coming up with new ideas of how to disciple deeply. So it's great because one once we, we look forward to these things, but once they come and they pass, we can continue to look forward to how these things are going to help us and, and transform us. So we will see everybody next week. Until then, um, have a great week.